All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are doing a special edition for our football group, Football is Life. This is a no-filter segment where we go deep into the heart of Detroit and we hear from Lions fans because, you know what, they didn't lose this week, but damn it, they didn't win either. So we thought there's not a better time ever than now to actually talk to some Detroit's finest and just see exactly how they're feeling, where their mentality's at. But we do want to let you know that this segment, this episode is brought to you by The Royal Fit. So if you're looking for personal, professional graphic design, whether you need mugs, t-shirts, stickers, banners, blankets, tumblers, magnets, anything, you name it, you can find it at theroyalfit.com. Don't overpay for shopping online at the conglomerates that are out there. Everybody's popped up all over the place. Go with a, a nice local small business in the Midwest. Don't overpay. And if you're a small business, you can save and you can support a small business at the same time by having the Royal Fit fit your needs. You can find them at theroyalfit.com or send them an email at mrroyalfit at gmail.com. What is up? We don't know Sports Nation. Now is the time that we ask fans all across the world to take off the filter, rip off the Band-Aid, and tell everyone exactly what is on their mind. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for No Filter. special edition of we don't know sports it's time for no filter and you know what what a better group of guys to find and talk to than detroit lion fans and that's where we're at right now we scoured the country we even might have went internationally and, and found some lions fans so i want to welcome some guys to the show you can see them on the screen right now we got nit hopes how you doing nit i'm doing great guys how are you guys i'm doing well man where are you from and how long have you been a lions fan i'm from De des moines iowa I've been a Lions fan since 1989 when I saw Barry Sanders run all over Iowa State right up here in Ames. And I was like, whatever team he plays for in the NFL, that's my favorite team without doing any research. If I'd have known then, I'd have been like, go Emmett Smith or something. I don't know. But no, uh, yeah. So you, you, you back the right conceptual horse as far as their running backs go. I'll give you that one. All right, let's go Trevor, welcome to the show. Trevor, where are you from, buddy? I am from Northern Michigan. And I've been a Lions fan since birth. That's about all I've known is Lions. All right. And then uh, we'll I'm sorry. Brandon. Brandon, tell everybody where you're from. How's it going? I'm from uh, Canada, Windsor. Um, I've been, like you said, I'm a Lions fan since birth. We're like a stone throw away. That's our home team. You know, we're like mini Detroit out here. So I've seen it all since the Silver Dome and my heart. It's still intact. I'm good. I, I don't let him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to help you. He told me he was so thankful COVID made it impossible for him to cross cross the international oh, boundary, wow. so he didn't have to witness. Yeah, so I'd still be there going. I'm that guy. I would still go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so guys, you know, we we just came off uh, last week where you guys played the Pittsburgh Steelers, which I, that's a team I hate, and you didn't lose. You know, so I mean, oh, wow. a, a two weeks in a row. Yeah. Hey. We're, we're also undefeated in November, along with the Washington football team. There you go. That is correct. But, but, we, we call them the Washington emails. Yes, yeah, the Washington emails. Oh, the Washington emails. That's, that's a good one. We're going to We got our submittal in to see if we can win that. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we want to talk about you guys. Now, I'm a Bengals fan, so I, I feel like you guys are like my cousins. Like, I, I, I feel your pain a little bit. But you guys, you know, have endured a uh, unperfect season before. And this season, you know, it's definitely rebuilding. 
And I just want to start off and just kind of ask, and, and Nick, I'll start with you, man. Like, how's your heart and your head? You, you had Matt Stafford all these years. He was your franchise. He's gone now. Like, how, how does that feel just emotionally? Uh, it, you know, I, 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 Matt Stafford's great. Like, everything he does, like, he's not a – you see him, he's not an awful human being. He was the face of the franchise. A lot of fans blamed him over the last – you know, 12 years that he was there, which is ridiculous, really, in my opinion. Um, it was good to see him. I think it was good for him to see greener passes, obviously, going to L.A. Um, this year, I kind of went in with the expectations of, like, two wins, maybe three. I just knew that they weren't – they're young, and there's no depth. And now they've played a lot closer than I thought they had, especially against, like, Baltimore. And, I mean, the only Lions can lose on a 66-yard field goal that doinks off the – crossbar and falls over you know like oh that's a lion's loss right there like um so i mean i'm not upset and the team still hasn't seemed to fallen off like with patricia the last two years the team looked like they just gave up they're still okay. fighting for campbell they're still getting out there their defense is bit it's just improving and i feel like they got the right coach i just they got to learn to win and i think that'll come in time so i'm not upset frustrated sure i mean obviously everybody wants their team to win the super bowl but there can only be one um so you know it, i i expected the a low loss toll just i was hoping to have at least one by now so trevor let me ask you like do you feel like jared goff might be a long-term solution or are, are you just opining for the days <laughs> of stafford still like how are you feeling about the situation well I know we're all blessed. As, well, as a Lions fan, you've seen Stafford for 12 years. And for me, I mean, that is all I've really known as a starting quarterback. And, uh, no, Jared Goff's not the answer at all. He's uh, – oh, I'm, my dog is going crazy right now. He's a golf fan, and now you're talking oh, crap. I know, right? Like that. Like that. Like, as soon as we mouth. brought him up. <laughs> I like golf. I like golf. <laughs> yeah. Not only, not only that, not only that, but like golf, he has not been able to complete a pass more than like 15 yards. Yeah. And when he does throw the deep ball, it's always contested or underthrown. Yeah. And who misses a wide open TJ Walk or TJ Hawkinson in the flats? I have no clue. That would just beyond me. And now, let me, let me ask you, you, Brandon, while, while Trevor is uh, thinking about putting his dog down, uh, are, are, you, uh, are you wanting to see them do anything specific at quarterback? Is it going to be addressed in the draft? Or, or I mean, what, what exactly would you like to see? I mean, just I don't know what your options are at this point. Well, real, realistically, I was hoping that golf would pan out. I mean, he's won his games. He's got winning experience. And, you know, if you look at it on paper – like uh, I, I forget who said it. Um, I think it was Nick. That's what they're lacking. They're lacking winning culture, learning how to win, keeping, you know, what to do, keeping your mind right. It's unfortunate that what you put on film is how you get your next job. He's not putting out a good film. Um, this is a talent league. And I mean, we can make jokes about the lines if we want. They got a division two football team out there, college football team playing against pros. It, it, it's just what it is. There's no talent. Like, when you look at guys, like, if you think of, like, when Kitna played, Kitna was all heart, no talent, and they, they won games. You know, Matt Stafford won games with defense. This team is getting pressure straight up the middle. He can't step through the pocket. 
And, you know, it's Detroit. Like, who is he throwing to? I'm sure we could go out there and probably get a couple grabs. It's just not the stuff, and we can't trade him away right now. Yep. So either he plays the way he does and we get him some talent, or we just try to keep tanking for the draft. Like, that's this, it's a business, right? So nothing comes in one day. And not only easy. not only that, but sorry, no one no, no one would even no one would even take golf at this point with the that's way he's playing. That no there's no team that would even take him. He's putting well, up terrible film, like bad. Oh yeah. Well, and the, the the last great Lions team was 1991, right? Or the only really to be fair great Lions team was 91, and their quarterback was Eric Kramer. And, and, and but they had talent around him. Goff has TJ Hawkinson. Swift has been good. Their offensive line has been here and there. But he really has. And I'm not saying Goff is a long term solution. It's just no. it's just the frustration part of he has nobody to throw the ball to. And TJ can so do some, but he's got four catches in three games. I mean, let me ask you this because you're a fan too. Do you think if Goff had another second? Some of those passes would be completed because no, I do. No, no, uh, I, I don't do. think so. I don't. I think I, no. some of his middle of the. I think some of his middle of the field stuff with his dead and butter. Did, he's not throwing it down the field, but he he doesn't even have time to do what he does. Sure, well. and I, and I don't. Mean? And I say this by. I don't think it's because of golf. Yeah. I think it's because the receivers are awful. Uh, exactly. They're the youngest team in the league. I mean, let's not forget that. Um, so I, I don't necessarily blame golf. Uh, this last, if you watch the game Sunday, like I have no idea what they were doing when they they just ran yeah, and ran, right? Yeah, and but why see, is he in there? You know, guys, you know, sometimes I, I think what you're saying it's it's not all in the quarterback, right? It's it's the, the situation you're in, and there you go. kind of goes into that. So, like, I get that. No, I mean, I, I was at a birthday party on Sunday. And the, and the game of the week on was uh, the, the Steelers and Lions because the local coverage here, we're in West Virginia, three hours from Pittsburgh. I was watching it, and I was like, they're tied 16-16. I'm not a Lions fan. I'm thinking, dude, golf's balled out today. And then they put the stats up on the TV. <laughs> right. he, ha- he hadn't even thrown for 100 yards yet. Right, right. I'm like, yeah, how, how, how many dink and dunks is this guy going to do? He didn't hit 100 yards till overtime. No. Yeah. Like, no. Well, not only he – is, he hasn't had a touchdown pass in, what, four nope. games now? Nope. I was like, what is this, high school football? Nope. What starting NFL quarterback makes no millions of dollars oh. hasn't thrown a touchdown pass? Seven high did better than that with the worst team. Facts. <laughs> right, and he's the that's seventh. Saying, and that's tough. <laughs> he's the seventh highest paid quarterback in the league. That's yeah, insane. Yeah. That's why the Rams traded him. But uh, yeah. I, I, I want to ask. Like well, like hang on. <laughs> well, not only that, but if you go if you uh. go back on Goff's stats, <laughs> he uh. had one good year in uh with the Rams, and that was when they went to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl. Every other uh, year hey, was a mediocre year. And Todd, thanks, Todd. Was thanks, Todd Gurley. Yeah. Yep. And Todd Gurley. Right, hey, real, real quick, just because we kind of got a reference from, from Nick, and if you guys are old enough to answer this too, but I'm going to ask Nick because – That's a good question. Uh, he dropped the Eric Kramer reference. So you wow. got you to gotta rank your 90s quarterbacks for me. Rodney, Pete, Scott Mitchell, and Eric Kramer. Scott Mitchell had the most talent. I don't think there's oh, any doubt about that. Yes, uh, but, for sure. You know, Rodney, the, Pete, Rodney Pete had the most heart. I, 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 I love Rodney Pete. 
I, I go back to a line. I'm going to say it by all means. If I offend anybody, I'm sorry. It's like the smartest kid with Down syndrome. You know what I mean? Like that, that's <laughs> wow. really what it comes down to with those three. Wow. I, I mean, no, I mean, they were, they were backups. I mean, Scott Mitchell was a backup. He had one good game in Miami backing up Marino and the lions brought him in. And then, you know, Eric Kramer, I don't even know where Eric Kramer came from. I mean, and when he see left the Lions, I think he played for the Bears for a little while. Bears. It was, it was awful. And, uh, who was the other? Was it Jim Miller and Eric Kramer on the Bears for yes. a while? Yes. Yes. And then Rodney Pete, yeah. Like, he, his best season was at USC when he took second in the Heisman behind Barry Sanders that year. So, yeah. Hmm. Uh, the uh, the next question I want to ask you guys, just kind of keep moving along here, because we, we've already mentioned uh, Dan Campbell a couple of times, and we, we reference him quite a bit about biting kneecaps and things like that. And, you know, it's it's just fun, man. Like, he's like a cartoon character to us. You know, he's pretty pretty colorful. <laughs> but, but you guys get to see a lot more than we do. You're probably checking out some of the, the post-game stuff and whatnot. Uh, I want you to fill in the blank. In five years from now, Dan Campbell – Will be a playoff winning coach on somebody's will be, football team. Will be maybe a, an assistant coach somewhere. <laughs> maybe. Will be a motivational speaker. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. no, no, I'm joking. Hey, hey, we'll get him on our show, damn it. <laughs> there you go. No, I, I, I'm going to be the opposite. I'd be down for one. that. And I, I think yeah, I'm, I'm 44, so I'm going to guess I'm older than the other two here. I'm, I'm going to be the Okay, I'm going to be the optimistic Lions fan. I'm going to say he's going to be the head coach of the Lions and they're going to be the f- a first place team in that division. I just, I, there's just something about him. The players play for him. I think they'd run through a wall for him, even at 0 and 0, 9 and 1 or whatever they are now. Like, I just, they're I still truly believe that. I mean, yeah. they still play hard. Yeah. Can, but can, I, can I add to that? Sorry. Yeah. Like, it, they took away my coach, Jim Caldwell. He turned my team into a winning team. That's my yes. coach. Mm-hmm. Black, white, yellow, five foot ten. He turned my team into a winning team. When they took my team away from me and my coach <laughs> and gave them to stupid ass Pat Patricia, I thought it was going to be bad forever. The tiger flying out of there, yes. nobody's business. Dan Campbell came in and took the sand lot and was like, listen, we suck. We know we're going to suck, but tell you what, if you play like this and learn how to play like this and we get you talent, if they put the talent on any other team that they have with the Lions right now, you could just do like a fantasy draft with that mentality. Their first place team, no problem. In our well, let, let me ask you this. What about his, um, the draft picks then with Dan Campbell, who he's been picking and stuff like that? Because in order for him to be a playoff winning coach, you need to draft well. They have and, hit. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry and, and Jeff Akuda, he's, not the answer. Yeah, but Akuda wasn't drafted by Campbell. That was a no, Patricia he wasn't drafted draft. by Campbell. Yeah, that's no, that was Patricia. That was Patricia. Yeah, it was Patricia deal. This was that's his first right. year. My bad. My bad. That's no, no. just and he took. And, and even to Patricia, like Patricia Campbell, like so Patricia or Caldwell did not have the draft capital that Dan Campbell's about to have. Well, no, you're, you're right there. Million in the cap and a couple of nice players. It's different. And every one of their players, this is the first year that they've drafted from Penesul. All the Jamar Jefferson have played meaningful downs this year. 
Every mm-hmm. single pick they had this year. Right. And I can't remember the last time I've ever said that about a Lions draft. You know, I mean, and Lions fans, we get ready for the draft as soon as the other one ends. So, Pearly, I mean, I just feel that, I just feel that like Sewell, he's, he's not doing bad, right? But moving him to right tackle, he had a decent game. He had a really good game last week, but I mean, he was killing it at left tackle. No, actually, he was one of the worst-rated left tackles the first four games of the season in the league. Yeah, he was. And then this last well, seven, he's been turning around. Yeah, he, he's once only, you figure out the position. He just turned 21. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Pro Football Fantasy Focus, for helping us rain off his alignment. We appreciate that. Uh, so, so to kind of recap, so I, I'll give props for Nitt and Brandon for being very optimistic. And then Trevor, I think, is just being a Lions fan. Like, he's just – No, like, no, I, I just – they need so much talent right now, and it's going to happen. A yeah, lot's happen. yeah. yeah. Uh, they have to hit on these these next. Well, they got five first rounders the next two years, or four. yeah, they have to hit you on can. those. Like they have to. And Aaron Rodgers thought I'd have to get the fuck out of it, like away from us. Right, like, and that's that's what. So that's exactly where I was going to go. When you look at the division, <laughs> Chicago doesn't look like they're going to do anything anytime soon. You got Green yeah. Bay, who's on borrowed time right now, and Minnesota's yeah. Minnesota. So I, I mean, it's there. But so that's it's part there. of my matrix. Like, that's why I'm saying that, too, because it's not just about what Dan Campbell can do or the players can do. This is football. It's the shortest seasons of any sport. Every, every snap matters. There's no doubt off plays. It's got to be every single thing. Like, four or five people got to get hurt on a team. A couple people got to have some 65-yard bullshit field goals that go in. Wait, right now, Brandon is doing the always, always sunny from Philadelphia thing where they're drawing the lines and all that stuff. You know, it's it's going to happen. I see it. <laughs> but to, to, to uh, jump on what Nit said, yes, they have to uh, hit on these drafts. If, yeah. if they miss one draft pick next year, it's done. He, he will be done in two years. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing, too. You got like TJ Hawkinson. By the time these draft picks go through, he's probably not going to be a lion. Well, I that's mean, he's okay, going to be a so, free agent. So you got guys that are going to be moving on. Well, not so, only uh, would you here, let me ask you guys this. Would you trade Hawkinson or Swift no. right now to get the no. capital for him? No. Or let them just sit no. and ride it out till they hit. I would, I would roll the dice and see how it comes Listen, out. Swift is, Swift is amazing. Swift is playing right now. We're franchising that guy. I'm the guy. I, <laughs> it's a running back. You can do that. I'm looking at him very clearly. I'm like, listen, a running back has a shelf life for three to four years. We're gonna keep you here about 1,200 days, my dude. <laughs> right. How is it? How is it that you couldn't get one running back the entire time? You had Stafford, and now now you have a running back. The year he's gone. Or he had him. He had him last year. I got a question for you guys. If Stafford stayed with Dan and this team. Then what? Because we don't get draft. We don't really keep much. Do you think we'd, Stafford could have? Because there's passes that drop for missing that are changing games. Stafford if we still had pass. Stafford, if we still had Stafford, we'd have, I'd say, two or three wins right now. Not, I, probably I, closer to three. I was going to say two myself. Yeah. yeah. So here's the deal, which solves the point of they had to trade Stafford. Like oh, yeah. two yeah, or three right. wins, and he's at the end of his career. I mean, he is. And while well, we have capital, because we're not going to get the capital, the right? And it's right, a full so rebuild. The, the next oh, yeah. question I have for you guys, and, and I'll go to, uh, I'll let Trevor start this one off. And I sent this guy, sent this to you guys just to ask 
as a Lions fan, there's probably a lot of things that you wish you could change in history. Maybe it is keeping Matt Stafford. I don't know. But if you could go back over the time you've been a fan and there's one thing you could change, what would that change be? Dallas playoff game, I would take that shit away thought right now. <laughs> no. I, I would pull the, pick that flag up or whatever it was. That, like, yeah, so, get it right. Get it right. They, <laughs> thank you for bringing that up. So there, there's right. two of them. There, there's that one, the Dallas one, and then the Seattle Seahawks game where they punched the ball out the back of the end zone. Not only that, but the Dallas one. So not only was that pass interference, the flag was picked up. No one ever talked about Des Bryant running onto the field with no helmet on which is an instant penalty, at least what I thought would be an instant penalty. Yeah. yeah, but, you know, that's against the Lions. Um, but, yeah, I just – that whole – they had time. They could have still held them, but it was a momentum changer is what it was. Once you're, once you're in the place – Yeah. Do that, too. That was terrible. Bad oh, yeah. We lost Slay. We lost Quinn. Glover Quinn. We lost Quandry Diggs. Who's having Darius a hell of a year? Darius Slay. Darius Slay, so like, oh wow! What you? What is he? making me feel bad for you now. He's had two. He's had <laughs> Darius Slay's had two fumble recovery, ran for a touchdown in the last, I think, two weeks, like one each game. And he hasn't been great, but he's still better than what we got. Yeah, oh, you yeah. can't keep looking at stuff like that, man. You're just gonna hate yourself forever. But uh, let's go to Nit. Uh, you got to give us what's the one thing you want to change in, in Lions history? Ownership. <laughs> straight up ownership like uh, and I, i'm sure they're wonderful people i'm sure they're amazing people but let's be fair since the fords bought this team in what 50 i think 56 because their last yeah. title was 57 they traded bobby lane and it's been just they can't keep I mean, they kept matt millen who i and i love matt millen let's be fair i love matt millen not as a GM, but as an announcer, <laughs> and as, I mean, he's brilliant. But just as a GM, he's it's like he's Rex Ryan. You yeah. like Rex Ryan as a you know newscast or a sportscaster or yep. whatnot on ESPN. Couldn't coach a game for the same. Matt his life. Millen was a GM for the Lions for seven years, which was five years too long. Mm-hmm. So it was that long. He should even never got the job. And if they would have interviewed anybody, he wouldn't even have got it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Came up like your buddy at the gas station, like, oh, you want a job? What? Yeah. What are you doing? Football? That's that's yeah, exactly yeah. well. That's exactly what uh, Bob Quinn did with Patricia, and let's say every Similar trade that we've had for the last uh, five years, they're all Patriot players. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you, can we? I said hat. What's that? I mean, Prater. Prater. Oh yeah. Would have won that game last week. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and the other thing is too is you guys brought up like Green Bay's in our division. Here's Green Bay is one of those teams, and we all hate the Packers, right? I think we all fare. They're just uh, not going anywhere. But the problem is it's Green Who Bay. Who bought stock? Who bought stock, guys? Right. It's Green Bay. It's Pittsburgh. It's New England. Those are teams that no matter what they do, they always find that golden goose. It's mm-hmm. just the mentality of the team. You're coming in. You're putting that uniform there. on, and they just go. And it doesn't matter who you got. I guarantee you Aaron Rodgers leaves. Jordan Love will be an MVP. Because that's just how it works with Green I might Bay. commit suicide. <laughs> I hope if not. If that happens again, I will commit <laughs> Spoken like a true Lions fan. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious because when Brett Ford was breaking our back, I remember a day I was sitting there having a beer going, shit, he's going to be gone soon. It's going to be uh, different. Who's that? Because like, they weren't talking about Aaron Rodgers on purpose. Like, I didn't know this guy from SoCal was going to come and just break hearts. And right. then here's this fool coming out here just 
hurting my feelings every right. week. And, or you look at <laughs> look at Pittsburgh and their defense last week. All those guys are late round picks, and they just come in and they're just good. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at look at uh, football. Though it's what we lack the most: systematic football yep. that doesn't matter. Yeah. Plug and play. Like one coach. Look at Pittsburgh. How long they have like five coaches in the last hundred years? Mac Jones. <laughs> I mean, Mac Jones, you know, like what the hell is Mac Jones? Like, who thought that? Right. Like Bill Belichick. He thought that. Bill Belichick. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why Matt Patricia was going to be such a good fit for you. But hey, but Listen. Matt Patricia is the uh, what is he? Some special talent dude with the uh, Patriots now. Yeah, he's some, back with the Patriots. Yeah, yeah he's he a, got rid of my favorite defensive players. Our backfield, like Quandry Diggs, various way. He drove around on it with one knee up on a fucking four-wheeler, part of my language, in the field and fucked my team up. <laughs> no. <that> guy. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm the one, I believe, with, with going back to Jim Caldwell, I thought at the time a change needed to be made because I just didn't think he was the guy to get us over the hump. I was glad where he got us. Very consistent. It's, it's, right, but the problem was, be careful what you wish for because the grass is not always green on the other side. And that's exactly what happened. So turning back to clock, would I go, love to go back to Caldwell? Absolutely. It was consistent. But I think they're not for long, though. Like you see him out, right? So you look right now, what, what, what defines over the hump? Over the hump in the NFC North is, is, is literally Aaron Rodgers breaking his neck because you need yeah. 11 wins. Yep. So like nine and, and look seven, what happened you know the years Rodgers was out. With nine and seven, we can't. Yeah, we haven't even won nine games in three years. Like it's just, we need Aaron Rodgers to break his leg. I like him. I'm sorry, buddy. That's 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 our problem. He's got to go. Guys, 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 guys. Here, here's the deal, guys. I know you're all Lions fans, but at the end of the day, the Packers have had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks yep. in the last 30 years. They've only won two Super Bowls. So get your heads out of your asses. What are you going to do next? <laughs> But the thing is, he does enough just to beat us, and that's all that oh, matters, yeah. right? Because the playoffs go. Look, look when you have teams that go to the playoffs with seven wins. You got Aaron Rodgers. He's going to win 10 games. We have to have 11, 12 games, and that's hard. Because Minnesota, like when we play Minnesota, they're averaging like eight sacks against us some years. You know, we've had just quality talent at, each, at some point in our division. We've had legends like Chicago, legendary defense. Like, you know, Minnesota had Grady Moss lighting us up 200, 300 yards a game. Like, these Brand are, University. And we had, and I hate when people say, oh, well, you guys had, you guys had Calvin. And I'm like, yeah, we had Calvin, but at the time we had no defense when we had Calvin. Right. Right. You know, you, you can only do so much with a Hall of yeah. Fame wide receiver and look at there's something the Ford's messed up there yeah the Ford's messed that up instead of getting something for him and letting him go somewhere else like they did with Matt Stafford and and I'm not uh, I'm Calvin Johnson to me is kind of that enigma of you signed a contract and then a year later you went out like so I don't really have sympathy for him but I get it but if the ownership was smart they'd have traded him away they would have got more for him but they got nothing for him which actually, to be fair, I think you guys watched Stafford. It made him a better quarterback because it wasn't yeah, just go deep and throw the ball. Um, and so there's an issue with with the organization when you get a trade go through for Rob Gronkowski 
and he announces his retirement. Let's be real. Right. Right. Because nobody wants to come here. I mean, even no. Dave Snacks Harrison, who, who was traded here, retired basically because he said he wasn't going to play. And then once his retirement went through, signed with somebody else. So, yeah, I mean. So yeah. so we're, we're all blessed. Next week is Thanksgiving week. And we've all watched the Lions fans, whether we're Lions fans or not, on Thanksgiving. You all have somehow found a way to run off two of the most talented players at their position, arguably of all time, in their prime. Barry and yep. Calvin. I'm not saying they were the best, but arguably the best. And it made it fun to watch on Thanksgiving. I'm like, God damn it. I want to see Barry on Thanksgiving again because he made it fun. And, right. Oh, my God. I, I feel and bad for you guys. I'm just what's being honest. Even worse? What's even worse this Thanksgiving year? Thanksgiving story for you guys. Lion story. Sorry to cut you off. Both the Lions. Don't quote me on the year. It was the year that um, New England showed up and blew us. Oh, like sad, real bad. But I remember when I got in there going for beers, like, you know, they're like the really nice, authentic leather jacket that's got the NFC and people mm-hmm. always wear the full leather ones, like the real one. I'm yeah. looking at the sign, 675 US. Now I'm Canadian. That translates to about almost $900. I'm looking at this boy like, man, I'd like that, but I ain't even going to do it. Come back at the second quarter, scores up, jacket prices down. I kept going back to that boy. It got down to 350 American. I had to do it. The score was about 40 points. I was depressed all night till I walked in with that jacket. I still wear the hell out of that shit. And I thank Tom Brady every day for that because he's from Michigan. I gotta be all the way mad. I'm like, damn, like you could have at least wore the jacket tonight. Right. I wear I I'm not, I told you my situation when I text you, so I never said I think so. I have to be uh, indiscreet a bit. <laughs> I also, I, I was lucky enough to go to the Thanksgiving game against uh, the Eagles a few years ago. And uh, that was probably the best Thanksgiving game I have ever seen by them. Hey, oh, yeah. Was, it, was, so, it, was that the play save the game interception day that day? Yeah, they had like four interceptions, I believe it was yeah. that day. I think Slay did a walk-off interception that game. I yeah. was there. <laughs> yeah, I was there, too. We were going nuts because we all oh, yeah. had um, right? So we had, yeah. like, a handicap seat. We were going Big Sean, Big Sean was the um, performer that year there. Yeah. That's how I remember Hill. that. Or not Sean Hill, yeah. John Rogers. Oh, yeah, I remember him. I, I, yep. Let me, let me uh, transition, guys. We did have some fan questions that popped in on our social media. So if you go to the Football's Life group, we had some people – Kind of rally around the, the questions uh, for you three Lions fans. So uh, we'll just start. Yeah, I'm just going to start with the first <laughs> one. So uh, <laughs> Dave uh, Tomashiro asks, uh, why do you still stick around with all the abuse from the refs, the ownership, and just being a Detroit fan in general? What makes you still stick around? Who's that go to? Because I, I could go there. I think loyalty. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think I for me, it's just yeah. it's loyalty. <laughs> It's like, I mean, that's all I've known growing up. And, and like, I, I grew up in Macomb County. So that's down, down Michigan or Southeast Michigan. Sorry. And uh, 30 minutes away from Detroit. So, I mean, who else am I going to watch? Right. What else am I going to do? Right. So I watched lions <laughs> and yeah, watched them and grew up to the point, even when I was in the military in uh, Fort hood, I'd go to a bar just to watch lions game every Sunday. Like, that's how committed I am. And I'm, it's just, 
I'm two and a half hours from Kansas City, and I got to deal with that all the time. Oh, so that's even worse is, now. Right, right. So yeah, I mean, it's just a loyalty, and I figure that the moment that I'm like, I'm done, then that next year they'll win the Super Bowl and be like, nope, can't be a fan anymore. So, all right, so since you guys mean. are so loyal and, you, and you're sticking by your team through thick and thin, Adam Mango wants to know, which point during the games do you switch to paint thinner? Oh. I start. I just start from the beginning. That's the first comment on there. Someone says we just start the beginning that way. So I'll ride the high. So what was that question? I didn't even hear it. He he wanted to know when you started drinking paint thinner and was poisoning yourself. So um, (laughs) um, Christopher Christopher Bork. When I I wake up. Christopher Bork just asks, are you okay? Oh, yeah. All right, they're doing fine. All right, that's good. Uh, Are are you more excited or sad with the tie? Eric Larson wants to know. That's a good question. Um, If they win another game, it depends if they mess up that first round (laughs) number one pick or not. Because technically, with Houston having only one win, although they've got a really easy schedule, they could probably get another win. If the Lions win game one more game and Houston stays the same, they actually drop to number two. So for me, I just I feel like. I don't know. I completely lost train of thought there. My bad. What was the <laughs> question so again? Paint thinner's no, kicking it. Yeah. 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 Just say no, bro. Are you more sad or excited about the tie? Oh, the tie. Um, that's what I was going to say. For the tie, I would be more happy about it if they played better. Like, if they actually went out there, looked like they knew what they were doing and attempted to win, I'd be happy with it. But the fact that they looked like they didn't know what a football was, and was like trying to play two hand touch out there. The worst it's field goal attempt in NFL history. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. I'm gonna I, I, I'm gonna say like they had some key turnovers. That guy hits that extra point. We're not even talking about that game. All over. right. He right. hits the he hits the he hits that field goal game over. The defense stood on his head. And I've watched games a lot of times, tired or whatever. There's a point and you can see it when the levy breaks and it just didn't break. Right. So for that, I'm like, you know what? When you walk into a building, they were in Pittsburgh, right? Yep. Yeah. In the wind, in the cold, in the rain. It's they haven't won there since like 1955 or some nonsense. Yep. Like, oh wow. At, at yep. some point, you got to say effort. When, when you're at the bottom, the first two steps count, and that the Lions are showing. Like, listen, that's Dan Campbell. Like, we're gonna scrap. And yep. I, that's what he said they were gonna do. They gave me that. I, I'd they also feel they said they would. <laughs> right, and I would have felt better if it wasn't Mason Rudolph. Just saying, yeah, yeah. No, so so from a national perspective, we pick every single game, every single week against the spread, and I just want to say this: that from a national perspective, you t- you brought up the Texans there, Nick. Um, but the point is, we don't regard you guys in the same conversations as the Texans because. The Texans are god-awful. The Lions, we know when we pick against the spread, they fight every fucking week. Yep. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's true. Dan Campbell. That's Dan Campbell. Not even Dan Campbell. Not even Dan Campbell, but look at Stafford. What, a 35 comeback wins in the fourth quarter? I mean, the – the team never gave up, even with. I think Stafford. he's talking about this year, though. I think he's no, but yeah, but yeah, this year but, alone, when we pick the spread, we're like these freaking lions, man. Yep. 
We don't know where to pick because all three of us picked them to cover last week. We did. Absolutely. <laughs> we did. We, we all three picked the Lions. So I'm saying you guys aren't on the same level as the Texans for what it's worth. I know they don't mean much. But that's my perspective. Okay. So they play, the only so, reason why so I said that Ohio, mean, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, so that mean you put us in the same conversation with as the Jets? Uh, hey, you know I what? Mean, that's a great question because you must be looking at my sheet here. Yeah. <laughs> next, <laughs> next question. Are you going to see improvement before the Jets do? Yes. Yes. We already are. Yes. Week to week, yes, we are sure. Are. Yeah, we are. Uh, Chicago, should be, Chicago should be worried. And I, and I say that. It's not like they're good. Just if they walk in there thinking they're getting a W and trying to get their shit back together. Well, they play they play Cleveland this week, and it depends on what Cleveland, Cleveland team sorry, shows up. Right, yeah, you know, it, it could be a blowout. We all know how it is. Cleveland could show up and win by fifty, or they could or they could beat Cleveland and you know have two points. Right, Cleveland have a safety. Scares the hell out of me. It's so inconsistently awesome that it's weird. Mm-hmm. Whose defense like, you know is that? I mean? They Brandon? can go out there and just break his back, and then because we're still, we're not starting golf, like no, so it could get no. weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Speaking of uh, um, quarterbacks and stuff, did you guys see our old quarterback, our old backup last from last year, Jeff Driscoll's moving to tight end? <laughs> Jeff Driscoll's still the, the Texans league. so much. The Texans are so much. About the Lions. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> they had a tight end playing quarterback for them, essentially. Like I said, the Lions and the Texans aren't in the same league. Right. So I, I do have a, one more fan question uh, we got that came in from uh, Jamie Ranch. Wants to know, do you guys remember back in 2011 when you started 5-0? I think that was the year. Was it as good as it felt being a fan then as it does now? Yeah. 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 For me, it's, it's the same. It's, it's all part the of the same. Ride. Yeah. Although we did have Kid Rock <laughs> singing at halftime, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. That's true. But no, but ultimately. It's the same thing every Sunday. I wake up, I clean up a little bit, and I got to be home for 1 o'clock for the Lions. That's great. It's that's the great. same thing. My life is booked around I, Lions during that time of year. I told I you guys. Family functions. Yep. We drove back from Chicago. We had a family get together in Chicago a couple weeks ago, and I literally had my phone up on the little – on the uh, – windshield and the holder i was watching the lions game as we were driving i told i, I haven't missed lions game in 20 years like it yeah. doesn't matter how bad they are they're always on tv like my wife knows the hawkeyes on saturday the lions on sunday whoa now whoa now go, go blue it's all, about <laughs> all right so we're having technical difficulties here someone that well alive says have lost their damn mind <laughs> oh <laughs> hey remember you guys are all lions fans right. dude i know i know i just i gotta get that post he said it I that's to it out. that that's a <laughs> that's a whole nother that's a whole nother podcast about you know that is, michigan that is, that is, you gotta understand that that's a thing you can't just throw that out there <laughs> hey, brought up Kid Rock, man. Y'all just got to win a damn game so he can sing about walleye from the dock. Y'all got to right. win some games. Right. That's what yes. I'm when you're a Lions fan, it's a lifetime thing because every Lions fan on here will say, and he said it the best, like the worst fear of a Lions fan when you finally decide is like, I was almost a Seattle fan. I'm damn near a Rams fan right now, but my <laughs> I'm a Stafford is, fan, not a Rams fan. Yeah, don't do it. Right. Don't do it. And he's my guy. He gave me two 13 years good ones. I got to love him. Yeah, but the but, more he loses, the better draft pick we get. I'm just saying. That's, that's, that's true. That's true. That's why he can still help me. That's what I'm saying. He can still be my quarterback. But 
when you're in Lions fan, the biggest fear is when you finally give up, they're going to win. That's like every Lions fan fear. And it's almost mm-hmm. like, it's like, it's like psychodramatic. Like you just know. And when we win, trust me, there will be no bigger party. Right. And Dan Campbell, if it's, if it's Dan Campbell, he'll never pay for another mill in the city of Detroit again. Never. Never. And if it, <laughs> and if it's up to Dan, a God. <laughs> and if apparently if it's up to Dan Campbell, it'd be snowing all the time in uh, the Motor City too. Hey, that's my guy, man. And, and guy. here's the other thing: I can't leave the Lions because every year for Christmas, the last ten years, my wife and kids get me Detroit Lions something. Like last year, it was a pair of Oakleys with a Detroit Lions thing on it. And I'm like, you guys got to stop buying this because I can never leave the team if you guys keep buying me all this yeah. stuff. They don't want every year, focus. I know what you're saying. Every <laughs> year, every year, because I'm a vet, I get the salute to service stuff. Yeah. So I know what you mean. Good, got a question for the guys that are, that are homers. Um, what my best friend has been saying this to me my whole life, like he's the guy that I talk my sports with. He says, the Lions should not be a dome team. We're outside in the cold. It could be an advantage. Now, mind you, no one's going to go to the games to go outside and watch Lions lose. That's the reason. That's the reason. But no, from a from a from a like tactical advantage, they, that might translate to more wins because it does in Green Bay. You it think that? What, what I would do in Chicago. What, <laughs> what I would do though, if you were to look at something like that, do it like either how SoFi is or the retractable roof. So. That's what I would do. The weather in Detroit is always cold. You live in it. You walk in it. Well, here's the thing. I'm I'm also three hours from Minneapolis, right? So I've been to quite a few Vikings-Lions games. Vikings fans, to be fair, the only place I've ever had problems is Chicago. They're the worst fans in the world. I'm yeah. sorry. I've so had beer just, thrown at me. I got kicked out of a Monday nighter fighting a Chicago game. That's true story. So, <laughs> but Minnesota fans always. Oh, wow. Last time I went to it Minnesota was, was before Kentucky. the new was, sta- stadium was built, and they were playing at uh, Gophers Outdoor Stadium. Oh yeah, I remember that. And it was like November. No way, I would never do an outdoor thing again. Absolutely not. I've never been to a Michigan game. Awful. Awful. Oh. Michigan games, they're just they're something else. And I live it's in Iowa insane. and it's cold here all the time too. So don't do that. To jump I'm on sorry. here, uh to jump oh, I'm sorry, to jump on Brandon's comment about fighting at games. I was at the Malice at the Palace game when that happened, and that was oh, insane. I, so oh, yeah, we, we gotta hear about that real quick. So just uh, how close were you to the Malice? Two hundred, section two hundred at the so at the palace, two hundred is like the middle, you know, of your second tier there, and uh just sitting there. And oh, seen wait, it no, I, at no, the no, time. You're the guy that threw that water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're the, the unanswered water bottle. Yep. No. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it was insane just seeing that. Cause I was like, I want to say 12, 13 when it happened. And like just seeing that, I'm like, oh, he's he's down. He's down. World he's down. Are they supposed to be up there? Uh, and then Stone Cold Steve Austin came out next. I don't know. You know. <laughs> guys, I, I know this much. When we when we start talking about whether or not we should be playing indoors or outdoors, and now we're referencing the mouse and the – I miss the NBA like that. That's good NBA. That's good NBA. I think we're getting into the, the portion where we probably got, uh, you know, enough uh, ammunition for another show. So I did want to wrap up, guys. I hate to cut you off. Oh, appreciate you. Man, you guys oh, yeah. are phenomenal. Uh, so to Nick, to Brandon, to Trevor – like, man, we just appreciate y'all's fandom and the fact that we were able to bring you guys together and we really just sit back and enjoy it. Dude, they're all great. I love them. Oh, they're great. <laughs> well, you guys we got to bring it back. Like, I'll you guys do it call anytime. Like, when, I, 
I doesn't even have to be post, football. And I saw that you guys were just pulling randoms. I'm like, man, that's the greatest thing ever. Just like regular ass dudes that are sitting oh, yeah. on the bar yeah. talking shit. That's the best kind. Greatest thing I've heard of my life. That's essentially what, what I feel like I'm doing. We yeah. love the fans. That's what we do. We want the fans' voice. And it doesn't even have to be – I'll come back anytime. It doesn't have to be about Lions. It could be about football, yeah, basketball, yeah. hockey, baseball. Underwater basket weaving. I mean, I'm in. Like, like Verlander's, Verlander's close to signing with the Tigers again. Carlos Carrera is coming to Detroit. All right, so listen. All three of you guys, if you're not my friends on Facebook, Greg Rawlings, look me up. Send me a friend request, and I'll make sure you come back on in the near future, okay? Yeah, awesome, guys. Right. You got to do a show on that NBA jam, though. That's a topic. Don't sleep on that. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. It's not a, we're going to fly your ass down here from Canada, and we're going to beat your ass. How about that? <laughs> oh, listen, let me explain something. I'll tell you what I told my kids. I come from a generation where we had to pay quarters, yo. I take yeah. my game seriously. You put yeah. the quarter in, that means something. <laughs> I'm trying to keep my quarters, you know. My wife bring, always- bring you in your quarters and your ass down here, son. My wife always goes with Madden. She's like, what happens when my, my 12-year-old goes, what happens when he beats you at Madden? I was like, obviously, we're getting rid of all the video games in the house you're, because he plays say. too much. You're <laughs> grounded. You're grounded. <laughs> what I said was... What I said was the day that happens or the day that happens, I'll just be gone. Yeah. Amen. All right. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate everybody listening in. If you watch the video on social media or you found the podcast, this has been the No Filter segment of We Don't Know Sports with our Lions fans, and we appreciate them. And, guys, uh, we'll we'll bring you back on the show sometime down the road, okay? I love you. That was great. That was awesome. (laughs) Thanks, guys. guys. Have a great day. Have a great holidays, guys. Oh, everybody. Yes. So have a good one. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Absolutely. And go Lions. Yep. Hey, you know what? Go with Fancy. They got a good team too, man. I ain't going to sleep on that.